Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today I thought we were just going to run down some preseason news, some different situations we've seen as we, I mean, the week three of the preseason, preseason is done, which is usually the where you kind of learned everything by now. None of the starters are really going to play next week. So we kind of got this little lull before the season. So we might as well go over some of the things we've seen and maybe learned, if anything. So, but before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram. We're Fantasy Football Profit. You can also go check out our website, fantasyfootballprofit.com, where we have our rankings yet. So if you're still drafting, go there, check out our ranks. We'll keep them updated. And also go to youtube.com slash fantasyfootballprofit. You can see some extra videos we got going there. I know, Jeff, you're working on one right now. Should be out sometime soon, hopefully. It's going to take a little bit of editing on your part. <laughs> yeah, quite a few, quite a bit of footage to go through with the Cleveland draft, but it should be out in the next couple of days. Yeah, so that'll be fun. You can see a little different side of us, not just the podcast, so it's always fun to check that out. And you guys also can go become a patron of us on Patreon now. It's patreon.com slash fantasy football profit, especially as the season's about to begin. You'll be able to get direct access to us through a text message number we'll put up there to some of the patrons and other different stuff. Go check that out. Patreon.com slash fantasy football profit if you want to support us there as well. All right. So let's just get into it. We'll talk about some of the news here to see if there, if any, any of it actually matters. There's a little bit of stuff. Well, it's a lot of injury news and good stuff like that. So it's going to start off with a few just injury stuff here about players that have been hurt and might be coming back. I'll start Doug Baldwin. It says he's close to be returning fully healthy, maybe by week one. So I think the people that have drafted him in the last couple of weeks after, you know, the injury news might have got a steal here because he's fallen down some boards. We, we even lowered him in ranks. But if he's actually ready for week one, I think people just got a steal in Doug Baldwin. Yeah, without a doubt. He's been very productive, obviously, the last three, four years. Um, yeah, he's getting a little older, but I mean, someone's got to catch it and they're going to throw the ball a lot. So as long as he's healthy, he is definitely clear cut number one. So absolutely would love to have him at this moment. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. Maybe I should have gone a little harder for him because if he's going to be back, I mean, but still watch it. If you, if you do have him on your team, maybe you got him as a third, maybe you got lucky enough when people were kind of freaking out about his injury. Now, Andrew Luck has a minor foot injury. I mean, shouldn't worry anybody, right? It said, <laughs> if this was a regular season, he'd be playing through it. But doesn't just injury and Andrew Locke just just yeah, just make you just worry for, no, I guess, no reason in particular other than it's Andrew Locke? <laughs> I mean, yeah. after sitting out an entire year, I mean, every little injury is worrying me. Especially, I do have him on some of them, and I thought it was a huge deal. Um, but if he doesn't play, I mean, I'm, you know, you're you're screwed. You have to go back to the well. So how about this one might worry you a little bit, Jeff. I think you you might have Carson Wentz in a league. I do. And he still hasn't been cleared for contact. So if you are a Carson Wentz owner, who are you looking to get? Tyrod? Yeah, well, that is actually, yeah. So I do have Tyrod uh, to actually replace Wentz in case he can't go for the first couple of weeks, which uh, especially week one, he hasn't been, you know, he's not been cleared for. Uh, contact. I just kind of at this point assume week one is out of the question. Um, so I did get Tyrod in one of them or Tyrod. And I also, yeah, Tyrod. And I, uh, and the other one I got Goff. So, I mean, 
QB is relatively deep, especially if you're in a 10-team league compared to a 12. So there's not too much to worry about. I think Wentz has enough upside, obviously, when he's healthy, that it's completely worthwhile even if he doesn't play the first couple of weeks. And then another eagle, Jay Ajayi. It's been over a week now. He's been sidelined with a lower body injury, and that's all that has been said. It's a lower body injury. All right. Well, how does that make you feel? Because I'm pretty sure you have him in pretty much every league you're in. It doesn't make me happy. <laughs> well, and part of it, I mean, Jay Ajayi's had some they have the, you know, he's had the, the knee and the bone on bone condition he's had, which is just basically, it's not good. Basically it's not good. He's, he's probably never going to play as, as long of a career as some. And this just makes me wonder, is it maybe just precautionary? They're just kind of holding them out. They don't want to, you know, risk it for the season. But yeah, if you're an Ajayi owner, you better have another option here because these kind of things for some reason, they seem to linger, especially when you don't have any clear indication of what's actually going on. These are the ones that, I mean, I'm not saying in this case, who knows, he might be fine, but these are, I've, I've seen this plenty of times where it doesn't seem like it's a major injury. You just hear a little bit, but you don't know the exact, exactly what's going on. And it lasts for weeks and weeks and weeks. And yeah, there is some worry if you're in a Jayo, there, there really should be, I bet here. You just got to make sure you have somebody to back him up and ideally have a Corey Clement is what you really want. If you are, you know, an Ajayi owner, I think Clement should be the guy there in case, you know, if Ajayi is not good to go. So if he's, if you have a Ajayi, Clement isn't on your team, isn't, isn't, he's in the free agent. I think you go pick him up and then you'll feel decent, you know, feel a little better in case Ajayi is out, but eh, just not, it's not uh, ideal. Yeah. It's always worrisome, especially someone you would be leaning on. That running back situation is always going to be pretty thin on everyone's team. Not a whole lot to go around. So, yeah, every little thing does worry you. But personally, I think Ajayi will be fine. But I think it's a very good idea to add Clement just for a little uh, peace of mind. And some other injury news. Looks like Saquon just came back to seven on seven drills. He should be fine for week one after his little hamstring tweak he had. They're just being cautious with him. Um Sony Michelle's back at practice. So, I mean, we were all kind of worried about him when he got that injury, but he's back at practice now. Again, maybe this is a steal. His his value is lowered because of everything that happened. Obviously, Rex Burkhead's went up. James White's value went up. I don't think this would affect James White as much. James White thinks it's still going to have a role, but Burkhead might not be. He's become top 30. And if Michelle's there, I don't know. It's just a Patriots backfield. Who knows what the heck they're going to do? Yeah, it's a jumbled mess. And and really, uh, injuries are the only thing that's going to sort it out. So if if all three of them are somewhat healthy, um, you know, it's anyone's guess. And uh, I'm just going to try to stay away from it. But who knows? Uh, it feels like all of them are a little hobbled. And James White seems to be the healthiest. So I still kind of like his upside. Yeah, I th- and I think, I think he's going to have a role no matter what. I think he's just slightly different there. You know, obviously more of a pass catching back. I think he's going to get the opportunity. But I'm looking right now, Rex Burkhead had jumped all the way up to 26th in the ranks currently on wow. uh, Fantasy Pros. But Sony Michelle is still 30th. So I don't know. I just don't know if that Patriots can sustain two backs in the top 30. It seems a little much. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it comes down to, though, is like when you're talking about the Patriots backfield, you start guessing. And I think that's why you'll start seeing, well, all three guys draftable. Because you're kind of just stashing and waiting to see what happens. 
but I, I feel like it happens every year. Even like Gillisley, he was the biggest thing last year. He played one game, three touchdowns, dominated, and then two games later, he was out of the rotation. So you just never know. Well, speaking of Gillisley and the guy who might replace him, it seemed it's in all indications are right now that Jeremy Hill's going to beat out Gillisley for the job. And that could mean Gillisley could be cut here. And if Jeremy Hill makes the team and he's their, you know, big back, maybe he's the goal line back. Maybe, maybe we should think about Jeremy Hill. I don't know. There's been so little talk about him, but he could be there as well. And he, he was a good player his rookie year. He really was. He, I mean, obviously didn't do anything after that, but I mean, look at what Joe Mixon was able to do last year with the Bengals. Nothing as well. So maybe that's a product of a bad offensive line. <laughs> this is why I absolutely hate the Patriots backfield and why I wish I didn't ever get sucked into it. Because every year I talk about how I would stay away, stay away. And then they draft Sony Michelle, they do this. And now we're talking about four different backs. And it's anyone's guess how it's going to, you know, come out. So once again, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm mentally fatigued. I'm out. <laughs> well, because yeah, this is why. Because Jeremy Hill could all he could easily become that goal line guy. His first three years in the NFL, he had nine touchdowns, eleven touchdowns, and nine touchdowns. His first three—that's a guy who can find the end zone from the from the goal line. Yeah, he might no not kidding. be able to do much else. I'd much rather see. I'd rather see that role go to Rex Burkhead because he did well in that. Because he can do more than Hill can. He was really good there um, when he got opportunities last year. So I'd rather see that. But I mean, this is just going to throw another. <laughs> just it just complicates it even more I feel like because he will play I mean there's no they're not going to keep him on the roster and not play him he's going to play Jeremy is going to they're all going to play so it's I'm just I'm starting to find myself staying away completely unless it's a keeper league and get Sony Michelle like in an auction for little very little maybe he becomes the guy towards the end of the year but just all worrisome a um, little bit let's see not really I guess the other big injury Marquise Lee he's out for the year now they put him on IR with a knee injury. So does that clear anything up in the Jaguars wide receiver core for you? Yeah, sadly. I mean, obviously, I, I think Keelan Cole jumps up uh, a lot, but they still have a lot of depth there. I mean, a lot of young guys. They also have uh, Dante Moncrief, who I was big on last year that never really fully recovered. Uh, I still don't really know who's how it's going to you know shake out because D.D. Westbrook looked really good at times as well. Um, is there enough to go around in that run first offense now? Maybe, but um, I guess I would lean towards Keelan Cole. How about you? I'm leaning. I'm, I've been starting to lean that way a little bit more towards Cole. I do like Dee Westbrook a lot, but I think Cole seems to, I don't know, seems to have more trust. They have more trust in him, and he, he played really well at the end of last year, and he's looked good so far. I do like the. I do like Cole. I think that's the one to go with probably. But Moncrief's interesting because we know what he's done in the past too. So, and who knows? DJ Chark, the rookie. Maybe he right. steps in there. I know. I mean, they really do have some good depth there. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, and look at, I'm assuming, uh, I haven't looked through it completely, but I'm pretty sure Keelan Cole will be the uh, the highest ranked wide receiver on that team now. And as I found him, he's wide receiver 55. So he's probably on a lot of waivers. So if, if you didn't get a good wide receiver on your bench, you can go in there right now and pick one up. That's going to be a wide receiver one most likely. But once again, we don't know how it's going to shake out. Yeah, that's. I would pick him up. I'd I'd put him on the end of your bench just for a, just to see what happens, because we don't know exactly. We could be completely wrong on this, and it's going to be like Cole's going to get most of the targets, and no one else matters. I, it's hard to say. We don't. We won't know till it shakes out. But it could be a steal you get for absolutely nothing. 
and, or it could just be a guy that you'd cut after week two. I like this. Right. <laughs> Might as well take yeah. a chance, though. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of risk on that one. Uh, a little bit. The other, the only other real injury news, Delaney Walker with a toe injury says he's very confident he'll be ready for week one. But let's say Delaney Walker isn't ready for week one. And you're not on a league that has a deep bench. Is he cuttable for you? Do you cut him and sign another tight end? Or do you try to find other room on your team if possible? I mean, I think I'm pretty cutthroat at this one because I think there's not, I mean, I, I guess depending on who's out there, I, I don't, I think you could find someone else. I, I know Delaney Walker is definitely a step up compared to, uh, you know, outside the top 10. But uh, if, if you think that he's going to be hobbled for a few weeks and you need that bench spot for someone else to see how Akilin Cole turns out or something of that nature, I would consider cutting him. But that's because I, I'm, I'm comfortable with streaming tight ends. But I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Am I being a little too rash on that? No, I, I agree because, if you see, especially this time of year, week one, don't you feel like you love everybody in your bench and there's a you see path to them being relevant? That's, that's yeah, how I which feel is, about my bench. <laughs> I do too, but it's the worst. Every year you're kind of like, oh, yeah, one turned out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone but, else is waivers. So. But right now you feel like they're going to be they're going to be great. Oh, yeah, every, <laughs> exactly. He's like the fourth wide receiver, and I'm like, oh, don't worry, two injuries will happen. He's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so Josh Gordon, they said he will play week one, but he's not going to start. It doesn't matter if he doesn't start. Who cares? No, no, who, yeah. It's just great <laughs> exactly. to hear he's going to play. Yep, absolutely. Then Robbie Anderson, his case is still under review by the league. That's not yeah, something my, you want to hear. No, especially <laughs> right now, the worst time to hear it. I, I really, that completely went silent. And now all of a sudden it comes back like a week before the regular season starts. The worst possible timing. It's just, at least I think no matter, people really didn't have to pay much of a price for him. I mean, it's gone up in recent weeks. He's up to 32nd ranked, but he still was ADP wise. He was still 40th. So you were still getting him as, you know, as a what, as a third or fourth receiver. So you still... Even if it's your third, if you're in a three wide receiver set, you should be okay. But even if, I mean, I hope nothing comes down. If it does, hopefully it's maybe only like a two game suspension or something. Um, just I hate how long these things last. I want to know right now. I hate the uncertainty. Then okay, Will Fuller should be back for the season opener for the Texans. Looking at some more injuries here. But are you probably not starting Will Fuller maybe week one? Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully he's not one of your starting wide receivers. Um, I do have him on. I, I've, a couple of my teams. I thought he was good value, but you know, I'm going to wait and see. Um, the injuries do scare me about him. He's kind of fragile. He's a smaller guy in the NFL, and he needs his speed. Um, I think I think he will produce, but until I know he's completely healthy, I'm probably going to try to start someone else. Oh, and then Odell just signed a ridiculous contract. That is yeah, oh my gosh. You I see how it. much money that was? I, five years, $95 million, $65 million guaranteed. Oh, that's awesome. <sighs> I don't know. With all that guaranteed money, you think that he maybe he'll get a I don't know, like not play as hard. <laughs> you always, I always <laughs> love that. You know, you hear that. I've, I've heard. I've heard actually both. I've I've seen literally. I've seen both arguments today. I think I might have been on Instagram. I'm not sure. And one of the Instagram or Twitter, and someone's like, um, "Well, now Odell got all this money. He's gonna he's gonna play harder to show him he's worth it." And then the next comment I read was, "Oh, now that Odell got all this money, he's not gonna try as hard because he already got paid." So, yeah. Which you can you can craft any argument you want for this. I don't think it matters. I love Odell Beckham. He's going to be great this year. Yeah, he, he's an unbelievable talent. I think he's worth the money. 
I don't know, but uh, we'll we'll find out. I think as long as he's healthy, he's going to put up ma- massive numbers. He's just too talented not to. All right, so now some situations I want to see your thoughts on here. So Joe Mixon, so far this preseason, he has 13 carries for 24 yards. Uh, does this seem like last year all over again? Are you a little worried? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I would be worried. Uh, I think I think he will get better and better as the year progresses. But we don't really know if that Cincinnati line is uh, better. Maybe it's just the preseason. They're trying out guys. But after watching him not do a whole lot last year and then not giving you anything and really what? I mean, drafting him as a top 15 back. Yeah, I, I would absolutely be worried. Like, are you right now? Are you thinking about not getting your value in return from him? I'm, I am slightly worried because it just I know it's the preseason. I, I never try to read too much into preseason, but once it. It, it keeps going and you're not even seeing flashes right now. You're it's just, it's worrisome. It's just, it seems like last year all over again. It's nothing against his talent. It just feels like he has nowhere to go. I mean, wh- okay. One thing that hopefully maybe could help and open up this team is the fact that AJ green looked, looked great again. And then John Ross, maybe he's a thing with, I don't know if you saw that touchdown catch of his and the moves he put on after the catch is just, that's the John Ross people thought they were getting when they drafted him last year. So maybe, that passing game will open it up, but it's it's a worry right now if they don't open it up. Uh, I don't know. I did drop him two spots in my ranks. He had him because I had him all the way up to thirteenth. He's back down to fifteenth for me. Put McCaffrey back ahead of him, and I actually put Lashawn McCoy ahead of him. I honestly feel more comfortable with Lashawn McCoy right now. Yeah, and I have a feeling that McCoy would have crept up higher and higher if it wasn't for the off the field worries too. Yep, and yeah, so I've just kind of I don't know. It's I haven't seen anything to make me feel like he's actually going to be the guy we thought he could be. I don't see it yet. It's, it's, I'm, I'm a little nervous, but luckily, I think okay, we did preach this, though, too. We liked Mixon. We told everyone we liked Mixon. You think he could be a breakout player. But we also didn't necessarily like where you were drafting him, and you were basically drafting him at the point where this is him at his peak almost this year. You had to pay for it, which we never liked. I know I didn't like. I'm pretty sure you didn't like that either. So, No, I, I don't think I ended up with him on any of my teams just because I didn't like the position. But I can't deny the the raw talent. It's more about the the line and how that offense uh, kind of gets itself together. Yep. All right, another situation here. Have any thoughts on the Peyton Barber-Ronald Jones thing going on? Because Peyton Barber has definitely passed Ronald Jones now in rankings and in basically everyone's mind here. Coming into the season, uh, tell you the truth, I I don't know what to think. I knew I I never really liked Ronald Jones all that much, but uh, Peyton Barber kind of snuck up on me, and you know I follow this stuff pretty closely, so um I I don't really know what to think. I don't know if it's just uh that team is going to struggle to move the ball like running wise because they did last year. You know it was kind of tough on anyone who was toting the thing, but I know you do have skin in the game. What are you thinking? Okay, at the at the very least, I think Peyton Barber is going to be useful early on in the year. I'm not positive at last, because I think Peyton Barber, he's shown flashes that he's he's better than expected, but still, I don't necessarily think he's great. He's probably he's probably just a, an average, just slightly above average guy, maybe, you know, at the most. Ronald Jones still has that potential to be better than that. He just thinks he needs to learn how to be a pro and learn the playbook, learn different stuff like that. You know, it's not all about maybe just running ability. He just he doesn't quite have it yet with all that. And once he learns and starts picking it up on it, I can definitely see him overtaking Barber as we get closer to the midway point of the season. At the very least, a 50-50 split. 
So I don't think Barber is going to be a whole year thing, but I think he can, especially like in my situation, I was like one of my teams, I have Mark Ingram. I think he's the perfect Mark Ingram villain. I think that's those four weeks. I'm almost, I'm sure he's, I think he's going to be good enough for those four weeks for you. If you have Ingram. So I would, I would definitely be, be happy with that. I don't know if you'll get more than that. I think that might be it. You might not get much more than the, you know, first, I don't know, five, six weeks before Jones becomes at least takes into the workload a little bit. That's kind of how I'm, that's kind of how I see it playing out. And actually speaking of Mark Ingram, are you, okay. You knew you're being a, like I say, a Alvin Kamara owner in, in a few leagues. Jonathan Williams has actually looked like he's stepping up into that Mark Ingram role. Do you think he's going to actually be the they're going to use him like they used Ingram? And maybe he uh, could be the replacement? I mean, yeah, I think they'll use him. I, I think that Kamara will still get more work than he did um, even when they hit their stride because obviously he, he wasn't used near as much in the beginning when they had AP. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think that they're going to completely rely on Kamara. Um, so, you know, it's kind of a bummer because maybe you you were going to be able to see him as a uh you know just a premier lead back uh toting the whole load and seeing if he could actually do it which would have been really exciting for every Kamara owner um but I, I think at the same time it'll help keep him healthy um he'll still get more work than he usually does so I'm still hugely high in Kamara even if they're gonna try to give you know some of the work away while uh you know while the suspension is being played out you know and actually Kamara's even moving. He's moving up in my mind even more and more. More I see of him, as much I, I had him at one point. I did rank him a little lower than Fournette and Barkley, but I think I'm changing that up, up again. He's going back up ahead of them, so I think that's the way to play it. I think yeah, he could. I mean, he could challenge David Johnson for me now. Almost. I don't know. I think he's going to be good. Yeah. I'm, good. I, every yes, it just I. Every time I play it in my head, I'm like, there's. I I can't imagine just um how how scary he would be to get an entire year of him and give him more touches. Like I, I mean, he was ungodly good last year, and he didn't really play for the first three games. So I, I'm really, really excited to see this this guy play in 2018. I, I just think he's going to be an absolute monster. All right. I think that's going to do it, though, for the news. Not much else going on right now. Uh, probably won't be too much else going on before we actually get to the season. Hopefully no injuries in any kind of practice or anything. Most of the starters are kind of done now after that third preseason game. You shouldn't have any more of that. So hopefully, hopefully you've made it through no major injuries for any of your starters this year. Just got to get through another about week and a half here and be good to go for the season. So I know I can't wait for it to start. It's going to be, especially Jeff, if Kamara is that good, you might actually be able to win that title. (laughs) I'm hoping, I'm hoping so much. We'll see, but all right, that'll do it for this. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll actually we'll do our preseason awards episodes tomorrow. I know I said we'd do that today, but we figured we'd get the news in first before that. And we'll be back tomorrow with some preseason awards. We'll talk to you guys then. <laughs>